We're on the air. Let's see how the broadcast gets from the studio to your home. I just want to hear the music, that's all. Is it too complicated to just keep my records in the category, okay? Just put the rock and roll in with the rock and roll. Put the R&B in with the R&B. I mean, you're not going to put Charlie Parker in with the rock and roll, would you? What does it all mean? I don't know. Who is Charlie Parker? Yes! Sounds Visual is a podcast featuring interviews and long-form conversations with DJs, crate diggers, record collectors, vinyl enthusiasts, beat makers, producers, and musicians. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Sounds Visual Radio. My name is Justin. Thanks for joining us. Today on the podcast, we have episode seven of the How Deep Is Your Crate series, where we talk to DJs and fellow record collectors about some of their favorite albums and songs from their own collections. For episode seven, DJ Sesqui decided to talk to us about Mark Diamond's Brujeria, one of his favorite Latin albums, released in 1971 on the VIA record label. You can currently find the album streaming on Spotify, YouTube Music, and Apple Music. Since its release, the album has come to be viewed as a Latin Afro-Cuban masterpiece. Let's talk to DJ Sesqui and find out why. Let's get to uh, one of my favorite Latin records uh, of all time. Uh, we're talking about uh, Marcelino Diamond's Brujeria. Uh, it was given to me in the early 90s by a good friend of mine. He knew that I was collecting Latin records and Latin wasn't his thing. So he just kind of tossed one, this one to me, which I've never seen anywhere in, in, the, in the stores I was shopping for. Um, and uh, it just blew me away. Obviously, um, this is definitely in the lines of Fania records because Vaya, the label that it's pressed on, is uh, an offshoot of, of Fania. And uh, reading the liner notes, you you know that uh, the, the regular players are involved, like Johnny Pacheco, uh, Larry Harlow. And so, you know, obviously this is that salsa coming out of New York. It's got a different twist, man. Uh, you know, Mark Alino, I mean, probably going AKA Mark Diamond, born in New York City, was um, with the, um, the young cats, the new breed, uh, one of the main heads behind Hector Lavoe and... Um, and uh, Willie Colon's kind of seen, you know, these new cats coming out with a little, little heavy street knowledge and bringing some of that flavor to the music. I mean, that's what I kind of, you know, heard about and later read about, but I didn't really know anything about it when I got the record. I just thought the album cover was really cool looking and definitely up my style, you know, looked like a, like a kind of later Blue Note record. Um, he's with like some candles and looks mysterious and Orisha-like, you know, it's 
Awesome. Uh, let's go to the title track. Let's get into it. Um, Brujeria sets the pace, its jazziness, and its arrangements. All of the music was written and arranged by Mark or Mark Alino. And uh, it shows here. It, it just comes off and brings it to you. It's, it's beautiful. Brujeria, go. Yo creo en brujería por lo que me pasó. These solos, you know, yo creo en brujería porque lo que me pasó, like, I'm, I believe in witchcraft, what happened, you know, like, that's so amazing, so dope. Brujería para trumpet player uh, just kills it beautiful jazzy arrangements it lets you know where the album's going and uh, and, and, and just brings you in I love this song Brujeria uh, next song Mi Ermita he kind of slows it down keeps it tight um, his solo gets it and um, there's the thing that Latin pianists do when they kind of like double time and half time over the melody and the harmony and uh it's a kind of the percussion a breakdown part and he just like shows you the flair and skill he has on there. It's just, he's just amazing. And you know, it, it plays out. It's almost like he really made this album to show you what he can do. And it, it plays in the song, Mi Ermita. Let me get into Aguardiente. Now, Aguardiente is, an, uh, is a type of uh, liqueur or liquor from uh, mainly Colombia and other parts of that uh, South America. Mainly Colombia is what I, I refer to. And when I started, my first collection of Latin records came to, um, to me through my mother. And she was learning English and going to community college. And she'd bring and invite some of the um, local folks and people in the classes that were from South America, a lot of women and invite them to come to my house and bring their albums, their record collection from their countries and their type of drink from their countries and always Colombian records and Aguardiente was brought to our house eventually. And it was awesome. And this song kind of hits home. It makes it sentimental. It's the reason I kind of got into Latin music in the first place. It's a 
kind of a weird pattern on the on the on the on the melody on this, and it's it's awesome. I mean, he gets into like his solo, he gets into like the three blind mice lick. And it's like a kind of like a blue note jazz McCoy Tyner feel also in his solo. It makes you feel like New York. I don't know if that's weird, but this is the kind of sound that was coming out in New York at this time, and he just definitely encompassed it on this song. Angel Canales is the vocalist, and this is his first kind of like vocal release. You know, he's he was a timbali player and he's in the scene, but he just he just takes off and it's beautiful. And the cool thing about uh, Latin vocalists at the end of songs, they're always kind of like freestyling over the end of a vamp, and you got the coros, and, and the coros I believe are Ismael Quintana and uh, Justo Bentecourt are the, doing the coros, the backgrounds. And those two guys are monsters in the scene. And they're, I mean, I would come up on so many records from them as well, and they held their own, and they're just killing it on the coros. And Angel is just showing you what he could do. And he just vamps and he freestyles over over these this vamp, and it's just it's amazing. One of my favorite tracks on the album, for sure. Uh, Tiene Sabor is the next song. And Sabor would be uh, Conjunto Sabor with the mean, name of the group after Mark left. I think they had a breakdown. I think Mark, what I heard was he was into drugs and had a drug addiction and problem. And so they eventually disbanded. Well, Angel Canales would go and create uh, Sabor, which is another great album and also a group. And uh, and this is the song, I guess, that led into that. But this is beautiful. It's, it's, it, it dictates Angel Canales' future, for sure. Mi conjunto tiene ritmo. Mi conjunto tiene sabor. El piano y el bajo. You know, the solos are typical jazzy arrangements that Mark Lino does. Um, and then it breaks into an Andy Gonzalez bass uh, solo as well. He gives the bass player some. it on this solo and it's beautiful it's light i love bass solos on latin records with percussion it's just it's one of my favorite things about this style of music and then um yeah marquita uh is a song afterwards it's another chill song slash uh descarga solo and um it's like his Mark's solo on this song. It's like you can hear his thought process as he's soloing. It's it's just interesting. Um, 
And it almost seems like he might be a little high on this song because he's a little laid back, a little bit almost back on the beat. up and shows you his skill. Angel Canales' uh, kind of talking, singing, quick time at the end is refreshing. The next song, you don't think of Pena, um, definitely the slowest track, but still holds a punch. It's kind of funny, um, you know, he feels no pain, and you don't think of Pena, I don't, I, I don't feel pain from the relationship that's broken, that's what he's saying in the song, but the song is very sad, the melody is very sad, so it's a contradiction of what's actually happening. Marcolino drops into some solo chill feels on this, kind of classical. You can hear a little like the, the Palmieri brothers, the Charlie and Eddie Palmieri in this. Um, shows you what he's got, kind of like Larry Harlow does this kind of stuff. And uh, and it sounds like he's overdubbing, but actually it's his both hands, man. It's, it's like he's got control of both his limbs of, and they're separate. And they're two, like, two different heads going on on this solo, which is so awesome. Uh, his control is there. goes into uh, El Barrio, the last track on the album, and this is the kind of song you can hear like in a vintage car rolling down Harlem, you know, early 70s, and it's gritty, and you know, it's it's the, the, the Barrio song, it's the heaviest, the melodies are there, it's definitely something we hear on a Willie Colon or Hector Lavoe album, and it's dark, but yet it's grooving, and it just conjures up that magic in this whole album, and it's par none, his solos just kill it.
this whole album is probably one of my favorite Latin records in my collection. It's a prized possession for me just to just to be able to hear it on vinyl all the time. I throw it up when I'm, you know, cooking around the house or chilling in the car. This is like one of those albums I want to just go to. And um, I don't know, I can't say anything more about this album other than that people should have it or listen to it at least. For an archive of Sounds Visual Radio episodes, please visit our website at soundsvisualradio.com. You can find us on Instagram at soundsvisualmedia. You can find us on Facebook at soundsvisualpdx. Or you can email us at soundsvisualradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.